Okay, so why do you study sociology first of all? I study sociology. My life has been a consistent occurrences of failing upwards. So I studied sociology because I could not get into the school of communication, which is why I went to Purdue. And so I just went to once I couldn't make I wouldn't meet those qualifications, the requirements. I just went to sociology. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was just like, oh, it's the next best thing to me. I was like, okay, let's learn about let's, if I couldn't do the thing the hard technical thing that I was supposed to learn and get to acquire, I was fortunate enough that my parents were like, okay, you know what, just, just study what you're interested in and we'll support you. Um, and so, and, you know, I was like, okay, I, I like sociology. I like, I like, I like, I have so many, it was more like, I have so many questions about why growing up in Miami, things were a certain way. And I was like, could, could this be why I could just figure, figure out why this is that. And people are, people don't have this and different groups are, you know, are not in the same playing field and stuff like that. And then the Asian American studies came about from just, um, just happened to know the right people. And my sociology professor was, uh, was one of the folks that had started the Asian American studies program. So they invited me, you know, to join the course. And it was just like, I was hooked. I was just like, Oh, this is a whole world that this is a, this is a birthright, you know, part of like, my Taiwanese American identity, like coming to TAF allowed me to like realize, okay, my, my Taiwanese identity, this is my birthright. Mm-hmm. I'm actually proud of this. This is mine. Like no one can take this away. Do you remember one of the classes you took for Asian American studies there? Obviously intro to Asian American studies. Of course, being, of course. Uh, there was also advanced Asian American studies. Of course, of course. Uh, then we also took a Asian Americans, a Asian Americans in uh, media. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they didn't have it, yeah, they didn't have that many like pure Asian American studies classes, like three or four, and then those uh-huh. just, just like yeah. electives within. From uh, what I've heard, it, it's definitely expanded since uh, a couple of years ago. I hope so, man. Yeah, it's asking me for donations every year. every year. Sheesh. Oh, they asked me for donations every year. I donated one time. I was like, "Yo, send this to the Asian American Studies program." And the yeah. student, the obvious student who was soliciting me, was like. What? <laughs> There's an Asian American studies program. You're not talking about the Asian studies program. <laughs> oh gosh, they even have that. I know they had like a Chinese Chinese history major, Chinese art history major. Anyways, yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah, like uh, yeah, that sounds exciting. Being like, I, if anyone's going to spearhead that, uh, like you would just obviously be a, I totally be a primo candidate, sir. I will hundred percent be down for for doing something like that. That that was that was pretty much the gist of my thesis of you know what what historical factors created with between Taiwan and America created this Taiwanese American identity. But what transnational tra, uh, transnational forces informed the Taiwanese American identity? That was my thesis, and uh, yeah, so I, I'd definitely be you know. Hoshi, Vince, if you're listening to this, oh, oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm oh. totally down to lead this. Shoot your shot, man. <laughs> we, we've actually had conversations, me and Hoshi and me and Vince. Um, yeah, we're trying to get people together to um, just, just, you know, start the planning process. Because we, we want, like, you know, activists from, you know, the 70s and the 80s. Man, yeah. People, you know, because, you know, I, I feel like, if it's such a new field, everyone should have a part in producing knowledge for the field. Mm. It doesn't have to be just pe- people with degrees, you know, people that have been in the community have organized for the community are activists for the community. Yeah, They're yeah. just as 
um, valid as educators than anyone with a with a degree. Yeah, sunflower, wild lily movement. Uh, it's all students. It's just all kids. You know. Right. Just, yeah. No. Absolutely. No. No. Totally has merit. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was a trip seeing seeing the founders of of TAF. Like 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 what? Like yeah. Like yeah. I just feel like there's just they just seem like such. It's just like a normal couple or a normal husband and wife, like a normal, just a normal couple, right? And it's just, um, I just like I feel like they just kind of started this on a whim and this kind of grew its own legs, and and I don't, I don't, I don't even do they even know, right? Do they even know, like, do they truly know, like, what it has become, like this magnificent machine, like you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think a machine is a really good way to describe it, though. Oh, Taff is a machine. Yeah, Taff it's a very well oiled machine it's relentless yeah we got fueled on love and affirmations yeah we got guidebooks for every year you know wait you got guidebooks we got guidebooks like for counselors no for like pds you got a guidebook you don't have one of these guidebooks no i was i was trying to make like when i was pd i was like low-key i was like trying to make one but then someone deleted my google doc i don't know where it went (laughs) But prior to that, oh, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Prior to that, it was just like it was like literally like a verbal, a verbal transfer of of, of knowledge. If if mm-hmm. it happened, and it's just sometimes it didn't, just because you get sure, sure. You know, PDs get burned out, um, and just like they kind of don't have the time or energy to, you know, to to to, to sit down with you. Yeah, for real. Uh, dang, that's super awesome. Who wrote your guidebook? Kevin Lee. Oh, I I think. It applies to every single program as well. So, I mean, there are some use specific parts in there, but I think you can apply to every. It's a good point of reference, man. Like you just because, like I, I remember when me and Erica Lee, when we became PDs, we showed up to debrief for the first Mm -hmm. time. Like no one prepped us. Like no one told us anything, and no one explained what was going to happen. So we showed up, and we just like there's this brilliant crosstalk happening between these brilliant minds of incoming and outgoing PDs and board right. members. And it's just like, like being exposed to like, like, I don't know, science, the principle of, 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 of mass and physics. I don't know. It was just like amazing to hear it. But then just like, you're also like, you're stupefied, you know, you're overwhelmed. You're just like, you just <laughs> felt so dumb. You know, we felt so like inadequate, like, Oh my gosh. Like, you know, talk about like feeling like we weren't ready to be PDs you know from the get-go but like this kind of was like a kick a kick in the a kick in the a kick in the stomach like oh like we don't know what you know so after that it was just kind of like oh we have to really try to standardize like i mean kev kept did it for you guys so like that's amazing that's awesome to be honest you were that guy for me you know, I, you know, I was like i can never aspire to be this will Lou guy he's so amazing he's a great pd how am i supposed to following his footsteps even for the youth program no being like i told i told the counselors this like it's not about hard skills dog it's about like like you know the juice like do you have the juice do you have the strength of character do you have the passion you have love for the kids you have love for your your staff like that's all you need that's That's all you need everything else can be learned everything else can be learned true You just have to ask questions. You just want to make TAF better. Want make TAF better and, and, and want the best for your program. Yeah. You yeah. know, your program is your program's your baby, your family, your, you know, 
your tomato plant, you know, growing on your windowsill. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> love your analogies, your metaphors, they're they're amazing. Um, but you were talking about the Taft machine earlier. Yes. Um, well oiled. Think, yeah. But do you think it, it might be really well oiled? But do you think that mm. um, having the same programs every year will get start to get stale, and that we need to reinvent the machine sometime? What define the uh, same program? Like, what do you mean by that? that um, phrase being so, like for example, the youth program always has ID, always has yes, um, family time. You know, it's always tank and driver. Um, we have <laughs> <laughs> that game. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> we have big sib, little sib. You know, we have workshops. We have small groups. You know, yeah. I think there's a time that we need to, you know, kind of reimagine how TAF works. Um, especially with yeah. the new, the changing, um, times and, you know, Gen Z being so much different from the millennials that we are. Did you see those kids in the zoom chat during like all these like TAF white things? They yeah. just they're speaking another language. I don't even know what they're talking about. So, like, I wanted my- to call them on my landline and be like, can you explain this particular phrase you typed out? Like, like, like what is pog? What does pog mean? <laughs> Yo, for real, what does pog mean? <laughs> Player of the game. From what I learned. But some some of the J campers were typing in pog, pog. I low-key thought they were talking about the little pog things that we used to play with the little paper discs. Those were pogs back in the... All right, I, I derailed you. I'm sorry. Okay, go back. No, I mean, like... I, I, what, what was I talking about? We talk about the machine. Oh yeah, is the machine too big for its yeah, own it's, good? Is you know, it, yeah, you know, a machine is known, uh, an apparatus of a machine is known to produce the same things every single year, right? Um, yes. Like, do you think that TAF needs to be, you know, re reimagined, re, you know, re thought of how programs should function and how we should, um, yeah. you know. Do programming in a way that actually relates to campers nowadays. I love you, Bing, because like I believe history is cyclical, human nature is cyclical. Um, and man, you're just this is this is basically Taiwan's evolution from an industrial nation, absolutely, <laughs> to a to a to a, a technological like uh, a manufacturer slash bio biotech country. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, that change, this is, this change is, happened in the 90s, 2000s, right? Like, you know, they, before we were just, yeah, a hard industrial nation. Yeah. You know? This conversation is full heat, by the way. I mean, you're just, you're just bringing it, man. It's just like, I love it. Like, cause you're right. Like, you, um, it, you have that old adage of like, okay, what if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think you brought up a very good point about culture is different now. Um, the people are different. Right. And it's not just that, it's also scale. I feel uh what might have worked in the past was at a scale and for a mindset that was at for that time right you do need to you do need to adjust and you do need to either adjust or just build brand new you know depending on on because you're getting more campers this year yeah i mean every year you get more campers yeah yeah. and so and then every year your staff is getting bigger and it's just it can be, like, it's a human logistics problem as well. Like you said it yourself, tank and driver. It's hard to do tank and driver now. It is. You have 400 kids. Yeah. In a small upper union room. It's, it's yeah. helpful. Right. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why um, Shan and Erica and Brad, they decided to, they decided to go ahead of the, the split, you know, this year for Juniors mm-hmm. and Sprouts, you know, COVID notwithstanding, it was a long time coming just because, you know, 
uh, 10 years prior, juniors was maybe 20 to 30 kids. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of the perception was, was mm-hmm. kind of like um, a daycare, uh, uh, just having fun with kids, taking care of kids. Like, you know, forgive me going even further back, Liz Wang, <laughs> um, Emmeline, Erin uh, uh, Hong, I believe she was a, a counselor then too. And, and, you know, oh gosh, the founder of Junior, she was in the video. That blew my mind. Like she was in the video, 40 years <laughs> anniversary video. Um, so like, you know, back then when you had 20 kids and it was just kind of that, that idea of what this program was initially meant for. Yes, that made sense to just keep one program. You can do everything in one program in one building. Right, right. But now you have 80 kids. You're always capping it every year. Um, yeah. 60, 70, 80. Right. The, 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 the grade range that you're facilitating is one through five. I think you know from youth, and you were a JH counselor too, mm-hmm. like every year is like its own generation between yeah, a ninth and 10th, really 10th, 11th, 11th, 12th. And I think it's changing faster and faster every year. Oh my gosh, man. Every like, age year is a different, yeah. Like you said, every age difference is a, is a generation now. You're, you're like, you're juggling. I feel like when you're, your counselor, if you have a mixed small group, you're juggling like three different personas inside <laughs> to be able to, to, to connect and, 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 and really reach your, your campers if they're a different age group. Mm-hmm. Um, so juniors is having this, this issue and then the curriculum is also troublesome because you don't want to let, let kids left, be left behind. Right. You know, but you also don't want your other older kids to be bored. You know what I'm saying? So sure. the split was a long time coming in and they, they, they had the guts, like salute to them because uh, board had bro, board approached me and me and Eric Lee when we mm-hmm. were PDs about a possible split because mm-hmm. board is all all knowing, all seeing. These oh. ten years prior, or, you so know, and came from the board. about it. It didn't come from the board, but they were recommend they recommended it to us. They saw like, okay, you guys kind of have an issue, and this is gotcha. the solution okay. that gotcha. we, we this is a solution that we we see. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's always in the back of our mind, but we decided to just cap, cap the numbers, cap the campers so that we could cap the number of staffers because right. the kids were one thing. And then having a staff meeting with 30 staffers is like very, very, yeah. very uh-huh. different than having an intimate, right. um, closed setting with 50, 20, totally 18 agree. to 20, 22 uh, counselors or advisors, you know? When you hit 25, 28, this feels like a, like a board meeting. That feels not a board meeting. It feels like, it feels like a, like a work meeting. Like, you know, yeah. you don't have the inside jokes. You don't, you don't have time for mm-hmm. any of that human connection because you have 30 people you got to get through. Right. You have 30 highs and lows. You have 30 like feedbacks for workshop and, and, and small group and speaker session. Right. And then you have. Uh, uh, three workshops that need to do go over their mm-hmm. stuff and then speaker has to go over their stuff and it's just like if you have 30 people man it's 11 p.m and you haven't even, even done staff bonding yet you know what i'm saying i know yeah that's that's the worst part you're going until 4 a.m and still haven't even got through all of them yet oh my god i remember your coat you're the 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 cocos the the kids also stay up really late too man i remember no, I, dropping by carver and it's like they're still up well, two in the morning planning Last year was because they were trying to to trying to um, practice the dance for Taff Night, so that's why they stayed up longer. Perfect. Like salute so to like, those kids, man. We're like, no, it's, <laughs> go to sleep, go to sleep. I, I just, you're, like, you're all very talented, but you know, sleep is way more important than 
than Taff. <laughs> they don't know that yet. More important than they don't know that yet, man. These kids, like, you just you throw them down a flight of stairs, they'll bounce right back up, man. Like, that's true. You know, that's why I have so much like respect for these kids because like they put a hundred percent into Taff every year. I mean, and, you, yeah, I mean, you did too. Like, we did too when we were at that age. But it's like, but we have like, we have, we're like, okay, uh, should we do this? They're like, the, the, the campers are like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have, we have reservations for things, but they have, they're like, oh yeah, I'm hundred percent for this. I'm, I'm 115% for this. You know what I mean? I think that's, that's why like the best part about like staff is like when you bring in like a, it's when you bring in the brand new, like youth campers that want to become staff members or Mm. brand new people who've never been part of TAF join staff. And I think it's just that outside experience, that outside energy that, that, that you just bring into your program and like evolves things, right. you know, going back to our original, original, original topic, like, like for juniors, like a lot of workshops changed a lot of old hallmarks um, uh, of the juniors program changed or evolved because of this new energy, these new ideas of like people that weren't beholden to tradition. Right. Right. You know, oh, we always did it this way, you know, cause you're going to end up be, like the older you get, the more years you come back, you kind of, you kind of, you kind of creep towards that old curmudgeon. Oh, we always, <laughs> we always did it this way. Why would we, you know, and then you yell, yell some cloud scudder. <laughs> yeah. Don't you rain on this water fight, you know, <laughs> gosh, done that a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, but I think it's yeah. So it's 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 necessary and it's happening. It happens either way, you know, whether you like it or not, because mm-hmm. you can you can rail against new ideas all you want. But truth of the matter is, you're if you're older, you're 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 transitioning now. These kids are right, coming right, in, right. and they're gonna get the they're gonna get the no. wheels to this the the driving wheel, the steering wheel to this program, and that's where they're gonna take it. No, you know, I think you're right on this because you know. PDs are changing every year and they're getting younger and younger every year. So, you know, they'll definitely have newer visions for what their respective programs can be. Uh, So it's, it's, you know, it's the same apparatus, but they're definitely changing things within the apparatus. Yeah. I think, but I think your big question is like, you know, you could change the stuff on the periphery, but like, what about, you know, the actual main, thing you right. know the, the 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 heart of it all you know and you know my my hope is like i've always i've, I've been fortunate when i'm counselor and pd like the TAF leadership available to us like ed and above has always been advocates of you know if you guys want to do this try go ahead do it um and i believe that intent of 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 supporting of supporting new ideas and supporting and supporting um, like the dreams of people, mm-hmm. you know, who want to like, who truly just want to like, they're not, they don't want to change something for the sake of changing. something. they want to change because they want to improve TAF. Mm-hmm. They want to help TAF, mm-hmm. you know, I think about little Alex Wang. Uh, I don't, I little, shouldn't call him, I shouldn't call him little Alex Wang, but <laughs> that's he's like, his, college now. that's his uh, in counselor nickname. <laughs> uh, but Alex Wang, like, like uh, before with recruiting, in within TAF, it was just kind of ad hoc. It was just kind of like you do what you can. There's nothing formalized, right? There's nothing. They kind of changed. They kind of had that little luncheon. Now they introduced that where, you know, PDs can talk to outgoing seniors, Mm -hmm. but it was all kind of like, you know, you as a PD 
your staff, your veteran staff, you have to go out and be mindful of, of which counselors are, are really good prospects or which counselors would just, you know, are just going to vibe well with, sure. with your program. You have to do that, that work on your own and reach out on your own. Yeah, absolutely. And I just I remember this year, like even with COVID, like he, he has this idea of like, I want to have like a summit. <laughs> Alex I want to have a, Alex Wang. He's like, I want to have a summit of these young people, these outgoing of these incoming kids that are deciding on on programs like i want to have a summit with them you know like because like when you do that mealtime thing it's like it's tough they do the meal it's on thursday or friday and look at me this should have been given back as feedback and debrief but you know it's tough and uh and these kids are like more comfortable i don't know they're more comfortable virtually doing this kind of stuff virtually and right it, it it worked. I don't know. It was, I think it was successful. He beats himself up about it, but he's he's too hard on himself. But um, yeah, like we 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 like they got to they got to talk to and, and connect with 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 candidates for mm-hmm. for for staff, and it was it was awesome. Yeah, you know. So I just think like, yeah, just as long as the leadership, you know, is advocating for 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 the young folks, the folks coming mm-hmm. in. To, right. to to allow them to change and support them and, and and back them up and just you know not only that but like uh, uh, give that feedback that critical feedback like you're doing a good job mm-hmm. like this is a good idea like look how right, this right, is working right. out like that's so that's such a boost you know that I think if they continue to facilitate that that relationship honestly it's just kind of like they're just kind of like gods in Mountain Olympus and then sometimes they come down on their clouds and like touch you and like you know but they're slowly breaking that that barrier down, right. you know, and, and I think if they, they keep at it, like, man, like, yeah, just, yeah, Taf, Taf should just change for the better, you know, but yeah, so I, I mean, it could get, a, it could, it could, it could get a kick in the rear. I think one of the things that the juniors and Sprouts program did completely different this year was having Mama Tutin. Like I thought that was super cool. Like having this talk show about uh builders and chefs and you know other people and hi Shannon. Uh, <laughs> I love you. You gotta cut that out, okay? Because if you don't cut that out, sure, we sure. are we are dead. Do you understand that? Uh, let me uh, let me uh <laughs> Yeah, I think what is, how did I start this off with? I think one of the new Mamatutin. I think one of the the new programs that you all started this year that was super cool was Mamatutin. Um I thought that was like you know, the, one of the greatest things that Taff has ever produced, you know, you had chefs, you had builders. Um, you know, I, I thought even I wasn't juniors camper, but I was like, learn a lot about this right now. And it was so well-produced too. Like the, the, the lucky budget. dog, just lucky, like very, very blessed, very fortunate. Like mama, mama Tudin is just, is just what they've been doing. It's what Steven, Sherry, Johnny have been doing since it's it's the same thing that's been happening. Like it's you remember you know Wooly that being I have I have I know you have. that it, no one knows the the real story behind why in 2011 or 2012 they decided to bring out a sheep. Uh-huh. You know, maybe they mythologize it. Maybe the real reason it was on sale at Walmart. We don't know. You know, we don't want to know. But like, who knew that like this little puppet would become a staple? Yeah. So many kids remember that sheep you know and it's just become it's become like a, a pd it's become like a batman 
uh, cow that gets passed down like diff like you know like different people have to take up the mantle because how important woolly is you know mm-hmm. to the program as a symbol right. and this, these two woolly? these two turds are just they're they're here because woolly is trapped in a storage unit in manchester, manchester. indiana oh no <laughs> you know he's been so, hibernating for a whole year ah uh, he's just like hey it's it's a kind of about time guys yeah. like where are the humans <laughs> Oh, that's you know, you got Mamutun to to replace him this year. So it's just this was just like a nest. This was just um, an alternative solution to like to to like a pillar. Again, just go back to our conversation. We're talking about like things that change and mm-hmm. evolve, and it's just right. like this is just a necessary uh, uh, alternative solution to that because um, the kids need they need the birds. The birds don't even show up that much in the episodes. Like I don't even. We did everything in a month, so it was just like wait, a lot did of all that in a month. That was really impressive. We did. All, we got. We came up with the idea like uh, right at the end of uh, end of June. Can you actually tell me the whole process of that? The whole process started with <laughs> the whole process started with with the juniors PDs trying to find a speaker. Um, once once you once you guys as PDs made the decision to um to go virtual, um, and they. We're trying to find folks to to mm-hmm. to to want to be speaker, and it was tough because education over Zoom is 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 tough. You know, yeah, definitely. There's no there's no educational science or 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 solution. You know, to 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 mass mass inter like mass uh, distance learning. Um. And you know, also hashtag you know, pay our teachers, support our teachers, of course. Um, but uh, so knowing that, we I think there's a lot of trepidation from a lot of people. Like, if you're gonna have a program of 60, 70 kids, like virtually, like that's like cool. That's tough. For, one, that's tough. Two, that's like that's to just do it in a traditional sense of a speaker will go up. Will present to the group of kids mm-hmm. for an hour or two and get feedback and then blah blah blah. That's very tough. Um, and I think when people are approached with speaker role and 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 facilitating facilitating it that in that way over online was uh, was was very daunting. And for me, like, yeah, it was entertaining. Like, I mean, I could help out, but I was just also in my head. I was like, I don't want to get sent out to die. Like, if you like. 70 kids like how do we do that right how do i don't want to do that and so yeah it was towards it was towards basically the end of june beginning of july and um i don't know it's just you know tension create tension leads to creativity mm-hmm. I, I feel that i feel that strongly i feel that's why <laughs> so much magic happens in the one week of taf like for counselors like you know I'm one of the procrastinators where I get a lot of stuff done. Bing. done no. the, uh, 10 hours before <laughs> due. That's when my best work gets done. That's oh, for, yeah, okay, yeah, for papers and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um there's something about something about that dopamine rush that yeah. comes from <laughs> from being screwed in, in 10 hours. Uh but so the the idea just came like this. It's just thinking about like what would be the like how do you teach how would how do kids learn before mm-hmm. this, right? Because history is cyclical. Like has always happened like this always happened there's nothing new that's happened right and it's just like how have kids learned in the past like through other mediums not with right. teachers like right. tv you think about sesame street you think about 
Blue's Clues, like, the, you know, the, just American children's educational TV shows here, that they showed here in America. It was like that, Arthur, Barney, Out of the Box, Big Comfy Couch, like all these shows. Like, yeah, like, like you're not going to, a kid is not going to learn hard skills from these shows, right? A kid is not going to learn their times tables from these shows. It doesn't allow for that kind of feedback, mm-hmm. um, teacher-student feedback. And that's something Johnny taught me. Thank you, Johnny. Consultant slash teacher slash speaker slash PD slash counselor Johnny. Legendary. Legendary. Um, and it, but like these soft skills, like these human, human characteristics, um, values, mm-hmm. ethics, that can be translated. You know, you might, again, you don't have the direct feedback, but I think the ethos of juniors programming has always been, you know, we're here to facilitate JH. We're here to, we're here to facilitate JH and youth, point blank. Mm-hmm. We provide, we introduce, we expose kids to vocabulary, okay, to things, to phrases, mm-hmm. okay, to situations, ideas. They go to GH where they can interact with that, with those things a little bit more. And they can, they can, they can, they can actually work with these things. And then youth is just kind of even more advanced culmination of that. That's how we've always seen it. It's how we always treated it. It's like we're just handing, we kind of, we pour the pour the concrete foundation, and then you guys get to build. You know, with these kids, is how we always thought about it. So that kind of stuff we felt like could translate in a TV show. So that's when we got the idea of of okay, we, we let's we can we can do speaker session through a TV show mm. because also in the back of my mind, like it's already one month. I know, like okay, you have one month to plan speaker session. This seems horrible. This seems like a horrible existence <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. an entire month. And so I was like, if we do this, it has to be fun. Like I want to have fun with this. I want to be goofy. I want, I want my team. I want my old counselors, my old juniors counselors with me. And uh, yeah, we just, so we just came up with the idea to do, to do a speaker collective, quote unquote speaker collective um, for this, for this children's TV show. And, you know, I just had to call, call some, some veteran junior staffers, Kimberly, you know, our, the, the best instrumentalist, uh, singer all around musical person, um, that I knew also, you know, a plus counselor, like a plus adult period, like get done. Um, I wanted to bring in Reggie, you know, mm-hmm. Reggie took over, Reggie took over story time from me. Story time was always kind of my beat, you know, and it was like, my, it was very precious to me, you know, I wanted to be a, a novelist uh, growing up. Oh, that dream died in college. However, those feelings—talk about those, this later. <laughs> those, 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 those little, those little remnants of, of 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 passion are still there. So I was just like, okay, speaker session is my way to facilitate and me, for me to live out those dreams. Um, and then Reggie took it over, and he like he he completely he completely embodied the same the same feelings and ethos that I have, and took it as serious as I did, you know, and. So that's why I wanted to bring him on as part of the writing team, you know, sharp, witty mind. Um, yeah. And then Minsu met Minsu at labs last year. Minsu did slideshow. They are, and, and, and they're a machine when they were at Taft, they were just a machine, you know, them and Kev Shaw, they were props mm-hmm. to Kev Shaw. Cause you know, and, and Edward and, and, and Victor and, and Dan Lou, you know, but yeah, Minsu was a machine and, and, getting them on board to, to help with, to help with editing. Mm-hmm. Pivotal. Um, Johnny, 
I wanted Johnny just because Johnny's been a speaker and I wanted his his guidance. Yeah. Um, but he was also there was great help as a consultant. And then um I think that's a team. That was a team. And then and Shannon ended up Shannon ended up being like a million different, fulfilling a million different um positions yeah. and taking care of so many things, editing, acting, script supervision, helped me build the set, everything. And just yeah, it's just, it just it, it all worked out. We just like it's timing, it's luck, it's fortune, it's like grace, it's like like it's just so lucky sure. um to 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 have been able to do this and like I had the right team and like I could pay and Vince like allowed me to assemble my 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 Avengers team. Mm-hmm. You know, and like if I like honestly, like if I didn't have their backing, like it doesn't happen. This doesn't happen, right, you know. Right, right. And, um, you know, you know, just the advocacy of, of Erica, Brad and Shannon as, as PDs right. was, was super important too, because like, this was never done before. Like there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no, um, what's that word? There's no, there's no, there's no past history of success. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why? You but know. you started it now. There's a, there's a history of success now. I don't, I don't know if I could, we could do this again. <laughs> no, I, I thought you killed it. You're, <sighs> you're actually a natural talk show host like you should be hosting this podcast and not me is what i'm trying to say i feel horrible because again being uh you you graciously allowed me to 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 help you with this and i don't feel bad ghosted you don't feel bad it's good no problem i love talking to people so this is this is my jam right here i think you're a great podcast host i listened to the melinda maria ones like they're a hoot i was like thank you i only listen to good parts that's why it was actually like good. two hours long, but I edited out the fifteen minutes because only wow, good ones. No, I was kidding. It, it was like it was like twenty minutes, and I, and I cut down to fifteen. No, but it was it was good. It was, it was great. You guys, you kept them loose. Um, I got to learn. I don't know Melinda. Mm-hmm. Fine. And then like learning about Melinda's actual uh process with TAF was interesting because she was in juniors only for like one year. Right, right, right. Um, she's done all three programs, which is really impressive. I know greatest greatest regret is not brainwashing Melinda to to stay in juniors forever like biggest regret biggest regret yeah um but maria like i never met maria maria before i always thought maria was a camper <laughs> for so many years uh it was just like, so young and just, just always smiling and just like always having a good time it's like oh maria's a counselor of course she's a counselor and then like getting to know her through your podcast is like dope you know because you don't get to talk to any other program counselors you know when you're when you're in your program you know it's that's true that's true maybe we should have more interprogramming between all three all four programs now all five programs now but but seriously well you are a natural talk show hosting and you should definitely i I would support you all the way if you were to host like a talk show program like a taiwanese american talk show program well like even like late show with will lu okay I'll do it. Just you're you're a natural, man. Do you, know, <laughs> right, do you do you remember the first time I met you? When we the first time we met each other? Yeah, you gotta make me think. I remember. I, can, I I've seen so many pictures of you as camper Bing. I can, I like I have tricked myself right. into thinking I knew you as a camper, but I have to remind myself. No, that's false you, reality. Dude, I think you. I met you in 2013. 12. 2012. Yeah. How old are you right now, by the way? I don't, I don't, ladies don't say. <laughs> I think you're like two years older than me, right? I'm 30. 30 years old. Okay, four years older. Okay. 30 years young. <laughs> yeah, that was, 
I mean, we're all getting six, man. We're all living longer, longer. So, you know, 30 is the, the new 20. I really don't, I don't want to do really conversation again, but like, I just know like when I sleep on the Oakwood bed, my body hurts more every year <laughs> than compared to when I was 19. Oakwood bed felt like heaven. And then like at, at 26, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's not great. Not great. Bring it back to you. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? When I met you, when we met. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember when 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 we first met each other? Gosh, bad at this. Do you remember the the video we made the day before Taft started? The Taft rules video. Yeah, Taft rules. With just was, Fu and and John and yeah. You were like you were the campers that I was I was harassing. Yeah, I was a stinky tofu. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, uh, and that was and when you were acting as the the strict guy to enforce all the rules, I'm like, yeah. dang, Will Lou, he's a natural actor. Nah, man, just a natural pull, man. That's just that's different. No, that's no, different not thing. a natural pull, but yeah. gonna have to bleed that out. But <laughs> you're you're really good at playing the roles that you're 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 given. So you're you're really good at playing that role in the 2012 video, but you're also really good at playing the role of being the host of Mom Tootin. Sure, thank you. Your words, yeah. your words mean a lot, Bing. Ever thought of being a, an actor? Uh, I think like maybe when I was like six, but then my parents like quickly stamped stamped out those flames of passion just as quickly as they stamped out my dreams okay. of being okay. a writer. I'm just saying, you know, I think you'd be a great actor one day. If I, so I'm a, you know, I, I love writing screenplays and hopefully one day one of my screenplays will make it Okay, I'll tell you this. Like, if you if you are you writing English or or Mandarin or English Taiwanese English, damn it. Okay, if you make if you write one, if you write a Taiwanese screenplay in Taiwanese, I will I will gladly. Right, it'll, absolutely it'll sign role. up any role, like especially if it's a gangster flick in Taiwanese. Yeah, with some gut tao stuff, like absolutely. Really, you're 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 gonna get a main role. Excited now. Yeah, no, but, but yeah, I mean, I. I that video when we made that video together, that was also the time I was like, "Wow, this this guy's really cool. I wanna I wanna be friends with this guy a little bit longer." Well, I'm not, I don't want to talk shit either, but like when I first like when I oh, noticed shit, you, you talk not talking, shit, but like I don't know, smelling. Shit. But like my when I first started noticing you was when you were getting like I told you how before when you're a counselor when you're PD you keep your ear to the ground you've got to be on your toes and you you just got to be aware of of which counsel which camper like are going to be great counselors, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm not saying, I don't, any kids listening to this, it's not like it, I, it, of, of like they have like college pressure, <laughs> high school pressure, right? Like believe me, the bar is very low. Like don't, don't think that like it's like some entrance exam or anything like that. But yeah, yeah. like, uh, you would just want to, you just want to know like, you know, what kids, what are the kids that you should be, should be, should be looking out for and talking to and, and affirming, um, and you know, letting kids know and believe that they can be counselors, you know. And uh, yeah, your name was coming up a lot. Um, really, when I was a younger counselor, wow, it's like you and you and your little trio of you, Alan and uh, uh, Cara, no, Cara, yeah, oh, and Jason Ye, Jason Ye too. And uh, uh, you know, you guys always had you guys kind of had this reputation as as you know, like you know, like kids that are in high school that like like smart so everything's boring so they get up to no good 
Um, but like, you can't do anything to them because like they're smart and they're good kids at the end, like at the heart of things, they're good kids. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, this is kind of like that perception of, of your gang, of your little crew. And so, I guess yeah, like, it means a lot coming from you because like, you know, I always had an eye on you and then you becoming a counselor. Um, I know you started in JH, but you know, you did your time in JH, mm-hmm. you got the chance to go to youth. Um, and you just hear better and better things, you know, about this young leader. That's, you know, honestly, it's just uh, the other thing that like, like that, that just makes me admire you so much is like, also like you did, you got the major, you got the masters in Asian American studies. And like, that's something I always told myself I was going to go and do. Like I always wanted to do, and like, I should do it, blah, blah, blah. And just, I never had the, there's so many gumption, time, excuses, laziness, like fear, like, and you did it. And like, you're one of the, like, how many people have Asian American studies majors in America? Um, I mean, to be honest though, I dozens, right? To be honest, I, the master's program was pretty tough. Uh, especially like UCLA, like you did UIUC, which is like the Midwest, uh, uh, uh birthplace of the Asian American studies sure, or Midwest sure. colleges. Sure. And then you come to the Mecca in Asian America, yeah. Asia, America, yeah. Uh, in higher ed. master's programs in Asian American studies. There's one at San Francisco State and one at UCLA. Um, and she was UCLA. But, um, Go Bruins. You know, it's... Um, they rejected me. <laughs> it was really tough because everyone was really competitive in the program. Yeah, dude, um, man. There were very few spaces for scholarships and few spaces for, you know, TA ships. Um, so it was very competitive. And a lot of people wanted to get ahead by pushing other people down. And a lot of the time I took that to heart, you know, I internalized it and I oh, felt man. that, you know, I was not, I was probably not one of the smartest people in the program. And I, I, I thought about, I thought like that for like one and a half years in the two year program. Right. And, you know, I just, that really wrecked my confidence, wrecked my, you know, my, my self-esteem, my, my, even my passion for Asian American studies. Oh. You know? yeah. Um, so, you know, even though getting a degree is, you know, you know, I, I, I guess it means a lot, but, you know, the emotional toll and the physical toll and the, you know, all the anxieties that, that are put on it, it's, it's, it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. I mean, I'm, geez, did not mean to glorify, you know, all those things that you went through, but the fact that you had, whether you had to or not, you know, you saw it through, like, I can only admire you as just, you know, as an adult, as a fellow, an adult, as a fellow, someone who dreamed of, of not, not caring really about the journey to, 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 for, to get into to academia and Asian American studies, but you know, the goal of it, um, sure, sure. You know, you know I salute to you being I appreciate like, it. you know, like, it's not like it's, I hope, I hope more kids, you know, talk to you about it. So they can they can really get the juice of all of it. But, Hopefully, um, um, like last year, I was invited to speak to the JH program about Asian Americans, Asian Americans, and you know different events that happen within Asian American studies. Uh, I don't think I did a good job because uh, a lot of people show too luxury. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to you know just be better at teaching to people of different um, different levels of uh one maturity and also just the de- level of where they're at in this whole you know education about 
Asian American studies, and and even just like progressive politics. Yeah, I mean, like the the handbook has been written. You know, there's no there's no standard operations and procedures for especially in that field, especially mm-hmm. for that audience. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm just I'm glad that that you didn't let that discourage you. Like last year for youth, I did that thing for youth and. I spoke, yeah. I did a little speaker session for you and I, I bombed. I feel like I bombed. No, you didn't bomb. Uh, no. It was, it was too much, too much, too much allegory and metaphor. <laughs> Not enough lecture. <laughs> the thing is it didn't bomb because your content, it was just too late in the, in the, in the, no, 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 no. It was after yeah. everyone was tired. Oh, dang. Yeah, it, it, nice. it didn't bomb because of your, your content. Your content was super good and it really related to the campers. And I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure your content was A plus, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> it was too luxury. Oh man, that's, at least you have, you had the chance yeah. to do it yeah. and you will have, you will continue to have the chances. Right. right. And that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to, you know, um, you know, that, that's, that's why, you know, I was glad to do that for the JH program and I'm glad to take all the criticism and the feedback so I can learn more and, be a better educator in the future for all different age groups.